Welcome to 24 Shades of Blue, Missing Persons Edition. I'm your host, Andy O'Brien. On the evening of October 2nd, 1990, 23-year-old Mabel Wong left her residence and never returned. To those close to her, Mabel was a kind, trusting, and responsible individual. Sitting with me in our studio to discuss the case of Detective Shona Patterson of Toronto Homicide and Missing Persons Unit. How are you today? I'm okay, Andy. How are you? Thank you for being with us. To set the stage, can you tell us the events that led up to Mabel's disappearance? It was October 2nd, 1990. Mabel was out earlier in the evening with a friend and they had gone to see a movie. It was around 10 p.m. She returned home, uh, a home that she shared with her sister and her sister's husband. Um, when she had walked in, uh, her sister was actually on the phone and it was her boyfriend calling. So after brushing off um, Mary and her boyfriend's phone call, uh, Mary said, well, what's going on? Why are you so distracted? Because uh, Mabel was looking at her watch. She said, I have to step out. I have an appointment, which is pretty odd for an appointment at 1030. So she gets her things together and says, don't worry, I'm not going to be long. Leave all the dishes. I'm going to come back and I'm going to do the dishes. That's how fast I'm going to be. So the last time Mabel is seen is by her sister. She's leaving her home. She gets into her brand new Toyota Tercel and uh, drives off. And that was the last time she was seen or heard of. That's estimated to be about 10.30 on October 2nd of 1990. And Shona, how would you describe Mabel's appearance and, and character? Uh, Mabel was a very petite Asian woman. She was five feet um, high, five foot one maybe, uh, very petite. She had uh, chin to shoulder length uh, black hair, and she was always known to wear a pair of prescription glasses. And what was uh, Mabel living before she, she went missing? What type of lifestyle? Mabel was highly involved in her community. She was very busy. She was into many different adventures, especially um, translating for lawyers. It's actually how she met her boyfriend, who was an immigration lawyer. Um, she was, when I say she was highly involved in her community, she would often seek out mothers that needed some additional help and bring them baby formula often. Shona, what was the nature of Mabel's work? Would that have any connection to why maybe she was meeting somebody at that time? Primarily, she worked as a translator. So she was always willing to help her community translate, whether it's business deals, um, uh, immigration processes, uh, anything to that extent. So it is possible that she may have stepped out to do a translation, potentially. Uh, she was involved in the resta uh, restaurant supply chain as well. So it could have been a transaction for that purpose as well. And those leads were obviously looked at and nothing has come thus far. That's true. So the friend that I mentioned that she was out uh, at the movies with, turns out that her friend is actually her boss as well. And her boss had said, nope, the last time I saw her, we finished watching the movie. We, we went our separate ways and then she just didn't come to work the next day. So uh, after we speak with the boyfriend, the boyfriend tells us we were very much in love. We were planning to move in together, but Mabel still had to sell her house. So back to the boss slash friend. So we find out later that her boss actually owns 75% of Mabel's home. And in his initial statement to police, he had said, you know, Mabel was talking about selling her house, um, but I really told her it was not a good, it wasn't a good plan for her. Uh, the, he didn't offer the information that he was also part owner um, at the time. So uh, the direction of the investigation really focused on the boss at one point in time. We also had information from his wife 
that uh, she suspected affairs um, in the late 80s. So she would hire uh, private investigators to follow him. So there were photos of um, this boss, as well as Mabel, hanging out often. Um, Not to say that they were connected in any kind of romantic way, but uh, there was definitely suspicion there for the police. When she left at 1030, is it possible that that she may have encountered foul play later that night with her boss, potentially. Is that the thought? It's still never been established who she went to go meet. There was one other suspect involved, and um, it it was developed from uh, her sister Mary, the neighbors, as well as the boss. They said, there was a guy that's been hanging around. I think they're watching Mabel. And then the boss is like, yeah, yeah, we actually saw that she got flowers from this guy a few times. So police were able to track him down, but eventually eliminated him uh, being in another city at the time that she was dis- uh, she went uh, missing. So he had an alibi that uh, that played out. That's right. But it was interesting that the boss really um, fed police and really uh, amped up the relationship and the watching that was happening by this guy. Sounds like a diversion. Definitely. So because she had reported um, her coworker to her coworker uh, that she had been followed, let's talk a little bit more about who was following her. So this was a previous relationship that she had with this guy. Um, They had dated for a while, and then it was discovered that he actually was, in fact, married. So Mabel broke it off with him, and uh, it just didn't seem like he could quite shake Mabel. And are there any leads on who that person could be? Yes, he was identified and eliminated by police. Okay, so alibi checked out, definitely the wrong road. That's right. And who has been the prime suspect and maybe still is the prime suspect here? I would say that um, her friend that she had gone to the movies with, who is also her boss, would be someone that we heavily looked at and um, haven't quite entirely eliminated from the investigation. And what did she bring with her when she had left her residence? It wasn't noted that she grabbed too many things. It didn't look like she was heading out to stay with her boyfriend that night. It genuinely seemed that she was stepping out uh, to do a quick appointment. However, she didn't tell Mary who she was actually going to see. Um, It was about 10 days later that police discovered Mabel's vehicle, and it was just two kilometers away from her home. We're going to take a look at uh, some pictures we have from the scene, Shona, um, and discuss them. Who found the car and where was it located? The vehicle was located 10 days after her disappearance. I believe it was the 12th of October. Um, At that time, it was the police that discovered the vehicle. It was parked in a commercial parking lot. And uh, they also found that there was three parking tags uh, attached to it. So it gave us a little better uh, idea of like the timeline of her disappearance. So the first tag was actually five hours after she was last seen by Mary. So it's believed that Mary would have um, parked it there, but no one has actually been able to corroborate her parking the vehicle and getting out of that vehicle at the time. Because when we look here, um, you know, anybody that would park in a spot that you would be, you know, you would get ticketed at maybe leads you to almost believe that that was parked there by a potential perpetrator. It could have been that or she genuinely thought she was stepping out for a quick 15 minute meeting and that could have been their meeting point. And in that area, was there any videotape, anybody that may have been out at that at that time to witness anything? Well, we're talking 32 years ago. So the video was very far and few between if it even existed. Um, So it was never captured on video. It was never corroborated or we never uh, understood who she was meeting that night. If we take a look down at the next picture there, um, what is this officer doing in, in a body of water here? 
So Mabel lived in the Jane and Eglinton area. So it's quite heavily, uh, there's a lot of parks in and around where she lived. And when you're talking about her vehicle being found only two kilometers within that area, it's again, it's primarily parks at that time. So it just goes to show you that officer is like the extent the, the search went for Mabel. Obviously, if somebody was, um, you know, in and around a wooded area, that would be obviously an area that one could put the body. And there was an extensive search uh, and there was nothing found at all. No clues, no clothing, no articles, nothing at all. No, no traces of uh, Mabel at all. And Shona, these maps here that we're looking at, let's talk uh, a little bit to these maps. This is basically what officers were given back in the day. Um, we were without computers back then. We didn't have Google Maps. Um, so they were issued things like this to guide them with their searches. Um, in a search as extensive as Mabel's, um, these would be returned and as evidence to say where in fact that they, they, what areas that they covered. Okay. And how would things may look differently today? The area is much more built up. There's more high-rise buildings in the area now, uh, residential, um, but there's still a lot of parkland in that uh, Jane and Eglinton area. So I think if anybody um, was walking a dog or potentially in the park um, during the time um, that you guys have depicted this may have happened, there may be somebody out there that, uh, that may have seen something. That's true. It could be anybody. Uh, we're talking early October, so we're going to be experiencing some nice fall weather. There could have been a lot of people out at the time passing. They might have seen her park the vehicle. They might remember the vehicle. Um, back in the day, we're talking 1990, this is a brand new vehicle. Um, so it was described as being um, blue, but a bit of a silvery blue, a uh, four-door vehicle, and uh, it was a Toyota Tercel. And what can the public do to help this investigation? They can call us and share any thoughts or ideas. Um, any information is valuable to us, uh, regardless of it, whether it's 32 years old or um, we're receiving it now, it will be investigated. Someone out there has the keys. They hold the keys to solving this investigation. And we ask you to please reach out and bring some closure to the families. Thanks for joining us, Shona. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andy. Hi.